Hey, welcome to the Parts Innovations Podcast, where we're bringing you the best ideas and practices and distilling them into actionable advice to help all of us grow our parts businesses. If you haven't already, please check us out on partsinnovations.com. That's a project where we deliver the most valuable training available for the parts industry today, and it helps greatly to support this very podcast so that we can keep bringing these ideas forward to you. Thanks for being here, and let's go ahead and get started. So when it comes to KPIs, most people in our line of work, um, they pretty much track these three basic metrics. They do revenue, they do gross profit, and then they're just really just looking at gross profit percentage. They might add a couple things in there like um, inventory write-offs or something like that, all your basic expenses. And you know, while I think it's important to be looking at those things, I think a lot of us actually, we're missing the benefit of tracking um, lead indicators versus lag indicators. And that's not something you're going to find um, inside your financial statements. So if that's where you live, well, I'm here to tell you that that's not really how you can track progress towards your overall goal. What your financial statement tells you is the result that you've already achieved. So a lag indicator is a result. It is your revenue. It is your gross profit. Simply looking at those things doesn't always tell you, like I said, if you're headed in the right direction. Um, you can think of a lag indicator as something that has happened in the past. It's not something that actually predicts uh, future outcomes. And while you can obviously project earnings very simply, if you're looking at the wrong metrics, your projections don't really mean anything. And that's why I believe you should be looking at leading indicators. A lead indicator is a measurement of an action which produces a desired result. So here's a really quick example. Tracking the number of quotes produced per day on average, as well as the number of quote conversions you're achieving on average per day. Now, if you track those things, you're going to be able to tell really quickly whether or not you're headed in the right direction. Um, we all know that without a certain number of calls or walk-ins per day, we're kind of dead in the water. But if we're tracking this lead indicator, we can actually catch a downturn up front and adjust our outreach to avoid a bad result. Now, if you're only tracking gross profit, you're not going to know which processes to scale in order to improve your gross profit unless you're just going off of kind of a gut feeling. So your job is to find the leading indicator of a great gross profit month. And I'll give you a couple examples of the things that I look at on a daily basis just to just to keep an eye on and make sure we're on the right path and everyone's meeting uh, the right expectations. So number one is quote output and conversion rate. So I want to make sure that each of my team members that are on the sales side are producing a minimum of 25 quotes per day and converting their quotes at or above a 60% rate. And that kind of ties into number two, which is average quote value. So if I know my average quote value and what my conversion rate is, all of a sudden I can begin to predict future outcomes based on my average close rates. So if I have an average quote value of $1,000 and I convert 50% of my quotes on average, assuming that I have 10 open quotes and I can virtually count on closing an additional 5,000 before month end. Now it also goes the other way. So if I'm struggling to convert and I'm not producing many quotes, my strategy needs to change so that we can pivot to the right path going forward. However, you just wouldn't know those things um, if you're not meticulously tracking them. So number three is dollars per head in the parts department. I try to stay at above 70,000 per head um, each month. 
And so that includes myself, my drivers, my inventory managers, warehouse managers, um, my outside sales, inside sales, um, anyone that I employ in the parts department or anyone that is employed within the parts department, I should say. And as long as I'm hitting 70,000 per month, I know that my net profits are going to be really solid. If I dip below that, I know that we need to make an adjustment in our strategy. And this figure is based off of revenue. Simply take your revenue divided by your number of employees and you've got your figure. Okay, the next thing, number four, is freight recovery. I look at that every day and I look at freight income versus freight expense. And I try to develop my game plan around how well um, we're selling the freight that we're actually incurring. And this gives me a way to ensure that I'm not losing profit on freight expense before it's too late to notice. And again, if you're just looking at a financial statement, um, well, you're just seeing the result of things that have already happened. So it's going to it's it's going to be too late to notice if you're just looking at that financial statement. And so I like to be right at about 110% recovery at all times. Um, if I start getting into the 90%, I start digging in a little bit more and I try to figure out what's going on and I make an adjustment from there uh, to make sure that we're coming out ahead on our freight versus actually losing money. And so number five is open invoices times the average value of invoices sold. So let's assume I have an average value on my invoices of $300. So across all the invoices I sell, um, if I take an average of that, it's $300 per invoice, right? So if I have 100 open invoices waiting for parts to arrive or uh, waiting for a customer to pick them up or waiting to be delivered, they're just open for some reason, I know that I have about $30,000 just waiting to be closed. And that's actually called bookings. Uh, when you have things that you know are going to close but they just haven't yet. Now, all I need to do is send that out to my team and let them tell me which of those invoices they expect to have closed by the end of the month. And now I have a much better way of predicting revenue and gross profit than a simple projection that we would normally see. So the key here is that everyone needs to be involved with these metrics. Everyone needs to know what's expected of them. And if someone on my team knows that they have only produced like 10 quotes for the day, I mean, we can actually do something about that to ensure we hit the target of 25. And you can see how the lead indicator comes into play here. Um, if we just look back at yesterday and go, oh crap, I did 10 and we're not tracking it, we don't have a target of 25, well, that's actually a problem. We're not going to hit our goals. And so if you're only measuring what has happened in the past, then it's going to be really hard for you to adjust yourself as the month goes on before it's too late. And of course, there are probably hundreds of different um, lead indicators, maybe even thousands of different lead indicators that you can use to keep you on track and most of the time it's going to be outside of that financial statement you know it's going to have to be something that you actually build out yourself um, based on what's important to you and your business um, so you know if you need any help with the data portion of this if you need any help coming up with kpis you know don't hesitate to email me uh, jscott at partsinnovations.com i look forward to hearing from you thanks a lot and we'll see you on the next one